Jean Muir Show, 10.06 a.m., and we are going to take your calls, emails, and texts on this topic. If anyone would like to weigh in, 920-406-1360-888-455-1360. Email Show at mwcradio.com. Text 79489. Yesterday, NBC News reported that Google had confirmed the blacklisting of a couple of outlets that are on the political right. Uh, One being The Federalist, the other being Zero Hedge. And then NBC News later updated the story to say that, uh, no, Google had not blacklisted The Federalist. Uh, Rather, it had threatened to blacklist the Federalist. Uh, That is one of multiple times that NBC had to, not surprisingly, uh, correct its own faulty reporting in this one story. Prime example again of why we call NBC and various other outlets like NBC fake news. So, the word blacklisting. Uh, We're talking about... These companies not being allowed to generate advertising revenue from Google ads, uh, which is the top ad moneymaker online. And it's claimed that the reason that the Federalist and Zero Hedge would be threatened with blacklisting or would be blacklisted is because they were violating Google policies on dangerous information. Uh, Specifically, in connection with the comments section that are available on these outlets' websites, uh, where readers can weigh in on the topics that are being discussed. So... You have Google, this Silicon Valley giant, claiming that the Federalist and Zero Hedge, that they should be held responsible for any user comments that are posted on their media websites. Uh, That, as Google and various other Silicon Valley giants, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, are asking to maintain their 230 government protections. Uh, I mean, we, we talked about that a few weeks ago, uh, that you have the, these companies, the, the, these, you know, Googles and Facebooks and Twitters. Uh, you have these leftist Silicon Valley giants telling federal lawmakers that it's imperative that they maintain their U.S. Code 230 protections. Which allows them to avoid being held accountable for any user comments that are posted on their sites. These companies like Google, they are saying to the government, uh, nope, we should not be responsible 
for uh, user comments on our sites. Uh, we, we should maintain this uh, protection that we've been given uh, under the uh, Communications Decency Act. We should not be held accountable for anything that anyone else posts on our sites. But then Google turns around and says, oh, but uh, the Federalist and Zero Hedge, uh, yep, uh, we want to punish them because uh, we think they should be held responsible for user comments on their sites. I mean, talk about a double standard. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. By Google's own admission and what it's doing in threatening to blacklist the Federalist or blacklisting Zero Hedge, by Google's own admission, those government protections should be stripped from companies like theirs. And you know what? Absolutely. I If Google wants to go you know, punishing the, these companies, the Federalist Zero Hedge, I, they have the power to do it. Not right of them to do it, but they have the power to do it. But as this show has noted in the past, there should not be these government protections in place for these partisan actors. They can run their business how they want, as long as it's done in a lawful manner. But they can do so without the government protecting them. We are talking uh, about outlets that oppose free speech, which is obviously one of the major staples of this country. We are talking about outlets in some of these cases, like you know what Twitter's doing, what leftist Twitter's doing now. And Twitter is not living up to what it is supposed to be doing to, to get these government protections. They are supposed to be acting as a forum, as a forum for people to come and post uh, whatever their opinion is on a political matter and... All opinions are welcome. Uh, none will be uh, censored. None will be preferred. Uh, all of them will just be uh, allowed to be posted. And then people can read through those comments and decide which ones they personally want to agree with, which ones they personally want to disagree with. That's what these internet companies are supposed to be doing uh, to get these government protections. Uh, you have companies like Twitter now <laughs> that are going out there and uh, they are no longer just acting as a host for these comments. Uh, they are now going out there and, and trying to pick favorites, uh, silence, or, or rebut any political comments that they don't personally like. And in some cases, totally factually comments, uh, pardon me, totally factual comments that they don't like. Uh, just simply because they don't like them, that, that, that they're mad that someone like President Trump is telling the truth in a comment, uh, they'll go trying to uh, silence or oppose that comment in various ways. That is not what these companies are supposed to be doing if they're going to get these government protections. So, no. The, 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 the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Googles of the world, they should not be protected by the government. For the way that they're acting in some cases and for the fact that, look, these are partisan entities. Uh, they should not be getting all of these benefits from our government just so they can play favorites in our system of politics in this country. If they want to do that, they can do it on their own.
So hopefully those government protections for these various inter internet companies go away soon. Now, what else is interesting about this whole story is that NBC News seemingly urged Google to consider blacklisting these media outlets, uh, the Federalist and Zero Hedge. Uh, NBC News was seemingly urging Google to do this. Uh, the NBC News reportedly sent Google a uh, research, as it's called, from a leftist British nonprofit called the Center for Countering Digital Hate, uh, which is a laughable name for that group. It's kind of like the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center here in the United States, uh, which goes around baselessly accusing its political opponents of being hate groups, uh, when in fact it itself, the Southern Poverty Law Center, is a hate group. Uh, it's kind of like that over in Britain, this uh, Center for Countering Digital Hate. It claims to be opposing hate, uh, but in reality it itself is a hateful entity uh, that is just out to try and demonize its political opponents for totally partisan purposes. I, I, I mean, this Center for Countering Digital Hate has claimed that Breitbart, has recently claimed that Breitbart was engaging in hateful behavior for simply running a story that encouraged people to consider buying guns lawfully to protect themselves from the riots that are taking place in this country. Uh, they came, they claimed uh, this uh, Center for uh, Countering Digital Hate, they claimed that Breitbart was hateful for encouraging people to engage in law-abiding activity to defend their families. So clearly, the, this Center for Countering Digital Hate is not actually out to counter hate. No, it's, it's out to try and demonize its political opponents to discredit them because they hate what their political opponents are factually saying. So, the Center for Countering Digital Hate uh, clearly does not like uh, stories that are run by the Federalist or Zero Hedge because, again, they are on the political right. Uh, so, now they go calling those outlets racist. And, of course, this one's going to be ironic as well. Uh, specifically, this uh, Center for Countering Digital Hate claims that the Federalist and Zero Hedge are racist because they were writing pieces that were critical of Black Lives Matter, a group that is actually racist. You counter the real racists out there, and you get some morons like the folks at the Center for Countering Digital Hate calling you the racist. It's just laughable at this point. Uh, but, but you had NBC News uh, reportedly passing this along to Google. This this bogus report from the uh, Center for Countering Digital Hate that, that baselessly called the Federalist racist. And going on to encourage Google, yeah, blacklist these companies. Blacklist these outlets. You had an NBC reporter go on Twitter yesterday. Uh, deleted the post since, but there are still screenshots available. 
you had an NBC reporter on Twitter cheering on the potential blacklisting of these politically right outlets. That is not journalism from someone who's supposed to be a journalist over at NBC. I, I mean, they're not even trying to hide their bias anymore. I, what this comes down to is that a lot of these leftists, a lot of these leftists in powerful positions, working for these various fake news media outlets, they understand that they cannot win a policy debate. They understand deep down that they don't have the facts, that the people they don't like actually do have the facts. So they know they cannot win a policy debate with these people. Uh, so instead of doing the sensible thing and saying, well, why can't I win the debate? Oh, because they have the facts I don't. Maybe I should change my position so it lines up with the facts and then I'm on the right side of things too. No, they don't do that. Instead, they just try to silence the person who they don't like, who they're disagreeing with, who has the facts. Because they figure if people can't hear what their opponent is saying, they can't hear the facts of the matter, then no one's going to know that that side of the argument exists and maybe people will foolishly side with them, uh, the leftist media hack who doesn't have any facts. That's what's going on here. And you have some very powerful internet companies uh, that are enabling this. And again, shame on them for doing so. Take all government protections away from them immediately, Congress. Uh, all right, so anyone who wants to weigh in, 920-406-1360-888-455-1360. John Muir Show at mwcradio.com. Text 79489. It is 1020. This is the John Muir Show.